Are you having sleep issues? Did you know that lack of sleep can cause many health-related problems, such as an increased risk of cancer, depression, and heart problems, and can cause you to be less productive at work? Losing sleep can cause a lot of problems with your day-to-day functions. I've struggled with sleeping enough for a few years, and my brain is starting to feel the effects of that. Stay tuned as I talk about the problems caused by lack of sleep and ways to combat your insomnia. Before we get started, I would like to read a review on Apple Podcast by Lindsay Nicole. Lindsay titled the review, Love It, and she says, Thanks, Dr. Mel, for sharing your light with the world. I needed to hear so many things. I'm in a career transition where I'm an executive in the corporate world while also navigating building my own business on the side. Thank you for your knowledge and truth. I love it. Lindsay, thank you for sharing that review and helping me to grow the show. I appreciate it when my listeners tell me how they feel so I know what's important to you and what you would like to hear more of. If you would like your review featured on the show, just hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and a review, and you might find yourself featured on my show. Ladies, are you in a new season of your life? Are you searching for clarity in your career? Do you need the freedom to focus on yourself? Are you ready to follow God's plan for your life? Welcome to Choose Your Next Yes. Hi, Kindred. I'm Mel, a professional woman, mom of grown-ups, coffee, and Jesus lover. I've had a lot of big life changes, and I haven't always been clear about God's plan for me. So, I pursued too many of the wrong things in my life and career. This led to stress, anxiety, and a lack of self-care. I finally stopped moving on my own and started listening to God's voice to find clarity and peace and achieve my goals. And now my mission is to help you learn to listen to God's voice and know when to say yes to the right things and no to everything else. Let me show you how to clarify your purpose and pursue your personal and professional goals in this next phase of life. Pour yourself a cup of joe and grab a notebook and pen. Kindred, it's time to focus on yourself and reclaim the woman you once aspired to be. to get clear on God's plan for you in this next phase of life now that your kids are living their best lives and aren't as dependent on you? Are you ready to figure out the next steps toward the career you were meant to have instead of the job you settled for to pay the bills? Kindred, I know what it feels like to know you were meant for more in your professional calling, but not be sure what God is really calling you to do after your full-time mom job is over. Now that you have freedom to focus on yourself, In this next phase of life, you're just not sure how to get started. What if you had clarity on your God-given talents and skills and your passions and interests? What if you were able to determine with confidence the steps toward your next professional career and know you are choosing the right yes in this next phase of life? That's why I created Career Clarity Blueprint, where your confidence, passion, and purpose merge. In this program, I teach you how to get unstuck and clarify your spiritual gifts and talents, identify your passions and interest areas, and claim your new career as a marvelous midlife woman. 
You will walk away with a blueprint to determine where your gifts and talents align with your passions and interests for your next professional adventure. If you're ready to focus on yourself and your career, don't miss your chance to fill one of the five slots I have available for the remainder of February at a discounted price. Once the February slots are filled, the price increases for March sessions. If you're ready to empower yourself with confidence and clarity, email me at melvandevort at gmail.com and put Career Clarity Blueprint in the subject line. I will be in contact as soon as possible to schedule your session. Or you can click the Career Clarity Blueprint link in the show notes and schedule your Career Clarity session. The first five ladies to schedule will receive the discounted price. All links will be in the show notes so you can easily schedule your session. Ladies, take that first step toward career clarity and reclaim the woman you always aspired to be today. The sleepdoctor.com says that losing an hour or two of sleep for just a few nights greatly impairs your ability to function. Experts say losing sleep this way is the equivalent of functioning without an entire night or two of sleep. Lack of sleep quite literally causes your brain not to work properly. Adults need seven to nine hours of sleep each day, and around a third of us are getting less than that. That's a whole lot of tired people not functioning at their best in their cars or at work. The Sleep Foundation says that sleep deprivation can leave you feeling tired, less creative, and it can make it more difficult to stay focused on important projects. When I don't sleep enough, I'm not only tired, but I'm less focused. My clarity and processing is also affected. I literally can't think straight. I tend to be overly emotional and maybe a little teary, or I can be a little cranky. And sometimes I just feel gross physically. I get nauseated and I have no energy. And if I'm not sleeping properly, then my anxiety rears its ugliness. When I'm tired, I'm not able to focus. When I'm not able to focus, I get anxiety because I can't get things done as quickly as I need to. So then that creates more anxiety, which creates less focus. It's this huge, vicious cycle that I go through with no sleep. And this is not a great combination of symptoms to be productive at work or at home. And ladies, if you have symptoms of menopause, sleep can be an even bigger challenge. You might not have even had sleep issues until you entered perimenopause. That's when mine started. My hormones were a mess, and so I wasn't able to sleep. And I've been suffering with this for several years, actually. My brain literally will not shut off at night. I'm a looper with my thinking anyway during a good day. But at night, when I don't have any other distractions, my looping and my thinking absolutely will not turn off. And I have memory issues that have started because of the hormones and because of the lack of sleep. So then I'm laying there in bed and I'm thinking of all of the things that I need to do and I'm worried that I'm going to forget them. So one of the things that I do to combat that is I keep a notepad by my bed and and a pen and I will literally in the dark find my notepad, my pen, and I will write this horribly looking note that tells me what I need to remember for the next day. Once I get that out of my head, I feel okay and I can shut my brain down a little bit. And then we also have those wonderful hot flashes and night sweats. So you go to bed, you get hot. No big deal. 
But in the middle of the night, you might wake up and you are absolutely drenched because you have had your night sweat. And so you're hot and sweaty. So you take the covers off. When you take the covers off, you're hot and sweaty still yet. And so then you get cold and you put the covers back on. And then you do the whole thing over again because you get hot again. Another vicious cycle. It kind of reminds me of that children's book, If You Give a Mouse a Cookie. So the boy gives the mouse the cookie and then the mouse asks for a glass of milk and then on and on and on. That's kind of how it feels with your night sweats and your hot flashes in the middle of the night. If you get a hot flash, you take your covers off. If you take your covers off, you get cold. If you get cold, you put your covers back on. And leg cramps. I have had some terrible Charlie horses in the middle of the night. And then you're covered up and you get tangled in the covers and you can't get your feet out and you've got a Charlie horse or a leg cramp anyway. And you're trying to get uncovered. By the time you get out of bed, your cramp is so bad that you can barely get it loose. Another vicious cycle. All of these things are adding to the lack of sleep, which creates more insomnia. And I am definitely not a doctor. Well, I have doctor in my name, but it's educational doctor. So I'm not a medical doctor. So I recommend you go see somebody who can help you, which is not me. I can just simply tell you what works for me. So what can you do to combat sleep issues? And the information in this part came from the Sleep Foundation, thesleepdoctor.com, the Mayo Clinic, and just from my own sleep experiences. Make sure that you're getting plenty of exercise during the day, but shut that exercise down when it gets close to bedtime. Avoid caffeine late in the day because it keeps you awake. I use caffeine to wake up and to function. And if I drink it super late, then sometimes I'm not able to sleep. Normally, caffeine doesn't have a negative effect on me for bedtime, but some people it really bothers. You might want to just jot that down and keep track of your caffeine intake throughout the day just so you know exactly how much you're taking in because sometimes it can be deceiving on how much you've actually had. Avoiding food late in the day may also help. When you eat late at night, you are digesting. And when digestion is happening, your brain is not shutting down. And there's a plethora of other problems associated with late eating, including weight gain. And weight gain can already be a struggle, ladies, when you're entering that menopausal season of life. And I'm going to link a Harvard medical study in the show notes that gives a little bit more detail about some of the effects of late night eating. Another way to combat your insomnia is to have a really good bedtime routine. You're going to want to wind down early, start getting your brain to shut down. Reading is a great way to do that. Reading puts me to sleep. And I really envy people who can lay in bed and read for a while because, I mean, I'm like one page in and I'm already, my eyes are shutting, I can't hang on to the book, and I really can't remember what I just read anyway, so I don't even read in bed. But for some of you, that is a great way to start getting your brain shut down. Sleeping in a cool, dark room can also be effective. When it's hot and you already have night sweats and hot flashes, a hot room does not help that. So if you keep it cool in there, that can help combat some of those physical things. Plus sleeping in a cooler room just makes you sleep better. And some of you are going to gripe about this and you're going to be upset with me, but do not watch TV to go to sleep. There's an effect from the light that you're getting into your brain and the light from the devices that you have. So it's not just TV. It can be your phone. It can be your tablet, whatever that is. 
that you're using, those devices can also suppress your natural production of melatonin. And excess light disrupts your circadian rhythm, which causes you not to sleep well. So it's important to use your bed for sleeping and for intimacy only. Great sleep habits make life so much easier and you are much more productive when you are fully rested and you're able to think clearly and you have energy to do the things that you need to do during the day. So really start thinking about your sleep habits, your nighttime routine and the things that you do during the night, really take a good inventory of those habits and be very self-reflective in that. You can give yourself excuses or have excuses for eating at night, watching TV, all of those things. But if you're not sleeping, then you need to really think about what that reason is. It's really easy to say, you know, I'm just going to lay here and watch this show and I'm going to fall asleep. But then that TV just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. If you absolutely have to have the TV on to go to sleep, all right, leave it on, but make sure you set a timer so it kicks it off, shuts the TV off, and that light shuts down that's in your room. So let's make every day a great day by getting enough sleep the night before and every night before so you can be well-rested, more productive, and in my case, a much more pleasant person to be around. I hope you enjoyed today's content. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and a review. That way I know which content you enjoy and it helps me to grow the show. And be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. I would also like to invite you to join our Facebook group, Sisterhood of the Marvelous Midlife Women. We get to know each other there. We support each other. And we are all in this second phase of life or next phase of life. You can join by clicking the link in the show notes. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. May the Lord lift you up and give you peace. Have a great day, my friends.